Uh, it's going down with the world, what you saying? Season three in the game, we ain't playing. Legends in the making, representing for the culture. Speaking all facts to your sons and your daughters. You heard me? Give me some of that tea. I've been waiting all day. I've been wanting to say, we alive, PC, just keeping the deep. If you wanna join the show, just come and see. Your lava kicks, Calhoun, and you're joining the mix. Can't forget sideburns, blazing up these hits. Too strong in the game, this never gonna change. We keep it straight, real, so you know what we're saying. So What's up? This your girl, Kiss Calhoun. You're me. And we're back for another episode of What's the Word? You already know, episode 59. You're me. And I'm being joined by the legendary host, the one, the who, Mr. Dijon. What's up, my bees? Of course, it's your fave, Dijon. And we are back, back for another episode. Let's get it. You're me. <laughs> and you already know we got a, a wonderful episode for you guys. We're going to take it back. You know, take it back in a day take and talk back, about back, 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 some, back. Uh, some realness. So on this episode, we talk about the meaning of getting inside before them street lights come on. And like what that meant hmm. was in the black community, in whatever community you listen to. I know it all meant the same thing. Asian, and Spanish. Anybody, anybody, you know, when them streets came on and you wasn't inside, you know what that meant. Of course, you know, we're going to talk about uh, when you were young, what was uh, your curfew and um, when was the last time you could remember playing outside? You know, I I could remember the last time, vividly, the last time I played outside with a group of friends and stayed out till the streetlights came out. <laughs> and also, do you feel like this generation is different when it comes to like, Going outside and being outdoors and, you know what I'm saying, experiencing outdoor funs like basketball, softball, kickball, riding bikes and stuff. Of course, we're going to give y'all a little world advice. Keisha and Tyrone must be trouble in paradise (laughs) because if he doing life, your girl said her husband threw a tantrum. So we're going to give y'all a little word advice on that. And do you know we got the messy T from the messy shade to the TM to the ZM? You hear me? DMX, uh, Lord, prayers going out to yes. uh, the dog, DMX, because, like, this, 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 that's one person who can't win for losing. It's like every time he doing good, it's like something happened to what this, we got to be talking about him. Um, Meg the Stallion says she wants to date young Miami. I don't know Girl. what's going on with that. And, you know, if you haven't been living in the rock for the past 24 hours, <laughs> poor old Pierce <laughs> is out at the uh, ESPN days after his wild uh, twerk fest uh, freak Nick uh, IG live. 
uh, Lisa Ray denies being a colorist. I don't know why in the fuck. It is Lisa 20. Ray just need to stop talking, for real. It's like, it's 2020. Sis just can't catch a break. Can't fucking catch a doughnail. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we talking about Lisa Ray. Of course, you know we're going to be talking about Mac, uh, Mark. I say Mac. Mark Lamont Hill says black issues uh, handheld best on black news uh, channels. Like, you know. All black news channels. Of course, Boosie reacts to a woman mistaking him <laughs> for Favor Flavor. We were just talking about that before the show even started. Like, you can't get mad. Sometimes people think you look like people. It, it can't. Right. It ain't nobody fault you it, look it like that so happened, today. You look like the ugliest nigga on the planet, just right. like you. Take take your take your fucking leak, boo. <laughs> Take your lead. Baby, but this beat went in so smoothly. I know, it just went all in. But, um, so let's, without further ado, let's get into it. So, what is our take on, you know, being inside, uh, before the streak? Like, come on. Um, me personally, I, um, my mom never was that kind of mom <laughs> that said be inside. Because the reason why I say that is because everybody knew each other on that street so it they knew where we were and and it, the only time that affect that 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 street light curfew affected come on is when uh we were going somewhere farther away from the house okay so like if we was riding our bikes and we ran ride out rode our bike to the park which probably it wasn't even that far from the house like Garetti Park really was in our neighborhood, but if we had then went to the park, that was a signal to be back at inside before the streetlights come on from right, that place. I, you, I remember where you showed me where you stayed. That that park is a little a little way from where it's, y'all was staying. It, it is a little. It's I mean, walking. It wasn't far, it's not but, far but it's it far enough little, yeah, to yeah, not it was far be like if a shootout happened at that park, right. then bitch, you gotta run up the street. And that, and it was kind of hood back there. <laughs> you hear me? Lock the doors. Top the hood. Nah. But, um, no, like, that's when that that calling only took a place. when we, Or if we was around the corner or something where our parents in the strip. Like I said, where I grew up, every family knew each other. Every parent on that street was familiar with each parent. Like, my mama's best friend was her next-door neighbor. And like to this day, they still all talk to each other and stuff like that. And but all of them were like pivotal uh, community leaders in our community. That that's why we didn't have that effect as far as bitch, you better get inside before them street lights mm-hmm. come on. And also like you know, like I said, I uh, as far as like my siblings, we we never were like some kids that needed to be gone so long we already knew once the street lights come on right. it's time to it's come it's inside. Time to go inside the only thing the only and another time the only time we ever stayed outside lona is if there was a party in the neighborhood and they know where we was at you know what i'm saying so we didn't we didn't necessarily have to be inside which was, but we had to be inside at a reasonable time right you know what i'm saying but if you if i know if your mama gotta come get you and if street lights come on what that mean I'm telling you, it don't matter. Because <laughs> I didn't see the outcome of that happen. 
the Asian mama, she coming with that Chinese broom, bitch, and she about to beat the fuck out of you. Then they say mama. get inside. Everybody, bitch, if they tell you to get your ass inside at a certain time, you better be inside. And they not and fucking the thing, playing. The thing was, like, I definitely agree with you on the whole point of you. You know, everybody knew each other, and that's how it was, you know, growing up in Versailles Arms Apartments. Shout out to Versailles, the old Versailles before the storm. Um, everybody knew each other, but it was just the simple fact is, even though, yeah, it was a weekend, just make sure that you come inside at a reasonable time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would never forget when my sister got her ass beat. You was telling me this before the not, show. For not getting her ass inside before them streetlights came on. When I tell you my mama beat her from where she got her from, beat her all the way to the house, and then beat her ass when they got in the house because she did not listen. And the fact is, I told her, bitch, come on, like, it's... You know it's, you getting, know, late. it's getting late. It's time to go inside. You don't hear those crickets cricketing? She's like, uh-uh, no. let me run another double dutch match. Oh, yeah, she was playing double dutch all right, bitch. got double dutch from the match good old all the way dutch. to the house. But, yeah, like I said, I have witnessed, like, witnessed people getting that done to them. <laughs> like, one of my friends, like I said, they, they went somewhere and they know they wasn't supposed to go that far. Mm-hmm. And they went anyway, man. Me and my best friend came home, and all we heard was ass whooping being taking place in a room. And like we, all we had to do was like, "What the fuck he do?" Yeah, he ain't go no. He, he went way around mm-hmm. the corner and, he knew he was and went to go swimming, and didn't tell his mom. But right now, to this day, my cousin, then this little girl is literally made thirteen years old, and then made plans to go to a water park without telling her mama. And probably didn't get in no trouble. Didn't, but if that would have been, like I said, if that would have been us back in the day, oh, we would have got she about to be t- DDT'd out of us, bitch. As soon as we hit that dough, about to get beat. Parents was DDT. I'm telling it. you, like back there, like back then. I don't know if you've been back there, like before the storm. But what I'm telling you, we used to literally be up and down that fucking apartment complex. Like it wasn't even funny, especially when we was riding our bikes, like. We, man, it was just like, it was just, it was just, it was just fun. Like, we literally, that that was our enjoyment. We would just ride our bikes for fucking hours and <laughs> not care. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is, it, was, it wasn't, it was you know, the thing that they didn't trust people back there because everybody knew each other. Everybody was practically fucking family back there because mm-hmm. everybody was had literally lived back there for years. So, the thing is, it was just a simple fact of, you know, it's getting late, even though it's the weekend, like I said, because I don't, we we never went outside, you know, during the week, especially for school. Now, see if it was like a holiday or a break or something like that, yeah, but mainly on the weekends, and I forgot the exact time, but I know we had to be in before the fucking lights come on, bitch. So, or as soon as them lights come on, get your ass inside, bitch. If you ain't inside, if you ain't inside them, at least about five minutes after them damn lights, it was come so on, bad that one of my friends' dad, we didn't even need the street light. If he whistled and y'all didn't come, <laughs> son, if he did that tight whistle like that big, you know how men could sit there and do with that. Mm-hmm. Once you heard that, that was the back and call. Oh, baby. If they didn't come then, 
They sent me because me and my friends were always. See, that's why I say I never got this treatment because me and my friends played in front of my house. Right, played in front of the door. So whatever we was doing, whether we was in a tree, <coughs> camping, doing <laughs> weird suburban kid shit. We was I'm doing that you, shit. We had a club in front the door, like the area that I was staying. The, the but when we had because we had moved on the other side where it was like by the water and stuff. So we had a playground literally in front of our door, and then like if you would walk down some to the other side of the other apartment building, they had like a a clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So it was always within that vicinity. If we right. wasn't riding so our bike, you so can ride your bike. You could chill. Right that. That's why I said we oh, had a. We open, rode them bikes. Oh, baby, we was all around. We had an open complex. field. What? Well, I, like my neighborhood, I showed you. Mm-hmm. That was an open field. So that them two houses that was on the left of it, that wasn't even there. So imagine playing kickball and playing baseball right across the street from your house. So that way, I gotta say, we could stay outside all day long because we didn't, we plant in front the house. The house, right. You know what I'm saying? And like, I never had this, uh, that treatment to where I had to be inside. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I've always witnessed people get their ass <laughs> bust or get in trouble. Like I said, my um, homeboy, uh, my mom, one of my mama friends, one of our neighbor's husbands, he used to whistle and they come one by one. Y'all heard daddy whistle and they come one by one. And then if if he didn't if they didn't come and I was in the front, they'll send me. And they used to get mad at me. Cause they're like, why you always your fucking daddy and them sending me over right. here. Cause I'm in the front of the house. They telling me to come, get, me you to come get you. So before you they get come your and get your ass. ass. Cause if they gotta come, they're gonna embarrass your ass. And that's why I went to school for criminal justice. I think that's what started <laughs> me on my journey. To be policing these niggas, cause <laughs> they didn't show. They were sending you out. They were sending me to go be the kids, fucking surgeon, go get such and such. And, and back then, I wasn't even little kids, but now they like go get them, and I'm going to get them. And now they mad at me because I didn't. Right. If y'all don't come inside, he said he whistled again. He said I'm going to tell. <laughs> <laughs> She was a tattletale bitch. <laughs> I wasn't a tattletale. I'm just saying they ain't coming. Right. I told them. But that was the beauty of going outside and being outside with your friends and just experiencing that things. Like certain shit was going down in our generation and our childhood where we were losing a lot of children in our age range to gun violence. So, you know, the reason behind the street lights coming on is mostly to protect our children in our yes, neighborhood. Like it's time for y'all to go inside. I, the reason why I came up with this show is because I've been paying attention a lot more being outside. And I just realized what time the street lights actually come on. Mm-hmm. They click on at 730. Mm-hmm. And 7.30 on the fucking dot. I watched them click on. Like, I literally was outside and waited till 7.30 came just to see if it would have do it again because I caught it the first time. And I was like, damn, so 7.30 is normally when the sun has then went all the way down and the stars are starting to come out. Still a little sunlight, but not a whole lot. It's like a little... Like like how, like the sun is down, but it's like an orangey dark I felt, look. I felt like they I felt like they went out. They came on later than that. Like when no, we was growing nah, up. No, see, this is daylight savings. So yeah. back in our time, it had been feel different because so much shit was going around us then. Mm-hmm. 
but like i said the whole purpose of the whole street lights is to just to give a curfew to young individuals to not be outside yeah, i remember when the, the niggas they used to come around with the um spraying the 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 the, the, the repellent yeah for the mosquitoes you don't be shit, outside bitch. with that shit in yeah, the atmosphere used to come out like late at night be coming and not just spraying. that there's so much shit with that term that said the freaks come out at night, the wickedness is coming out in the night. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stupid shit. That's when children go missing on their way coming home at 6, 7 o'clock, coming home, and they go missing getting in the car with somebody. Oh, you need a ride home? Mm-hmm. And you get in the car, and now you're gone. You're gone. And yeah. um, it's just like, you know, it's been plenty of times where we didn't got caught in a truck. A curfew type situation and our friends got put into the little curfew system Girl. even though that was a little bit embarrassing on NOPD part for doing that to 16 year olds but I get it We we they, they don't look at us as oh those are some good kids they look at us oh what the fuck them children doing out at night time where they parents at? And it wasn't even the thing is I don't even think it was late that time. I know you're talking about the fucking the, the sun was still we was uh we had the fields. fucking burgers <laughs> in fields. our hand. Yes, you we was going we went to that damn Burger King. Yes, to go get something to eat. That's why that. that's when we went. That's walk. why nobody don't eat at fucking Burger King <laughs> right now. I remember that we did walk, and it took that girl. I did. It was a boy because a boy and a girl got took. Mm-mm, it was just a boy. Cause okay, I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, uh, what you gonna call it? People had to go back and get him. Yeah, he was at his like his mama and them could couldn't come. He was get able him to something. show him where he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he was able to go by his, go home. But the other kid, he had to go, and they had to come get him from the damn station. Poor baby. But that was just like that's what I'm talking about. Like, but you know why it was only done like that because of that area that we was in. Yeah, so. and like like I said, shit goes down mm-hmm. in that area. So they ain't looking at us as some all of these, oh oh the mm-hmm. group of niggas gonna be up to something tonight. Let's see what they let's break this up before this even. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> that's the point of the whole curfew time and us getting inside. And like I said, like that was kind of beneficial. It kept us out of trouble. No lie. It did. Like if we wouldn't have had those experiences where we It kept us out of trouble, it kept us safe. And not just that, just being around in the neighborhood and, and being inside before a certain time, your TV shows came on. Mm-hmm. And you got to watch them. And then I just feel like that that dynamic is a part of the cycle of having that structure in your life early on. You know what I'm saying? No child should be outside past fucking the streetlights, period. Cause once to it gets eight think, o'clock, yeah, if you're a certain say, age, like a, yeah, you should be at home. Inside. You shouldn't even be catching a bus. Eight o'clock, you need to be inside, take your bath, eat. Because they, because this is be how chilling. this is how the police catch certain individuals because they look a certain way. They ain't looking at them coming home from school or coming home from practice. What you doing? That's how um, a lot of them get wrongfully in prison for shit that they thought they did and, and didn't do. You know what I'm saying? But that's just more to like what we mm-hmm. you know experience but so when i talk about like when you were young what would oh, i said the curfew yeah. the seven uh like i said i ain't have no fucking curfew <laughs> but uh Cause like I said, I always right, my friends was door. like sitting in front of the house, girl. What you doing, girl? Then let's we sat in front of the 
right, fuck it though. We ain't got to go nowhere, bitch. Come inside. 106 o'clock coming in. My mama said, y'all can come inside. We got a little snacks and stuff. Like, my mama was that person. Like, mm-hmm. if she liked you, you could Girl, come inside. you brought back memories. Like, I could just think about, like, how my room was. Right? Oh, Ooh, my brother room was... Our room was always that room, but Devin, the kid room was... It was the place to be because that's what all... Of, we, we share video games, mm-hmm. so all the games... So, to a point when Devin used to keep his room dirty... All, everybody will go in Devon room. And Devon room was like right there by the front door. So it wasn't like you interfering in everybody, the whole house. Mm. So he got the, he, all of his friends would go up in there and fuck, we had Nintendo 64, PlayStation 2, uh, PlayStation. Like we had Dreamcast, pretty much how it is now. Every fucking system. Game has 90 babies all the way through. Yes. And like, <laughs> I like I said, 54, I had, uh, if it wasn't that, somebody brought their shit outside. Two. They brought their game outside and we <laughs> sat outside on Big D, uh, back of Big D truck and played the PlayStation all <laughs> night long. Not Big D. Every, shout out to Big D. Shout out to Big D, Lil D, all them. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then, like I said, everybody, parent, it's crazy, like, how all of our houses was aligned up. Our My house, the neighbor house we was friends with, across the street from that. And then two houses down, somebody else we was friends with. Like, everybody was on the same strip, so we ain't have a curfew is what I'm saying. I didn't have a curfew, I'm sorry. But when was the last time I could remember about playing outside? Vividly, it was August... 20 whatever hurricane katrina happened 20 2005 now, see, i do remember that day i remember like with like the day like i think like a couple of days before we left uh, before we left that probably was the last time i could remember like being like uh you know like being a child outside because t- like after katrina we had to grow up we, we was 14. like i was 15 i was, we 14. was 14 yeah so, you was yeah. 14 so i would just was making 15 mm-hmm. i had just made my 15 in that summer yeah yeah so Cause we had just went back to school. Uh huh. We was only in school for, for a week. A week, a fucking week. And then somebody jinxed it. Still mad about that. Somebody jinxed it. I don't remember his name, but he said, "What if a hurricane hit and we don't come back again?" And, and the teacher was like, "Well, why would you say that? That would never happen." <laughs> and boom, it fucking happened. It happened. It happened. And, and we so, didn't come back and we didn't come back. Later. I wish I could find that motherfucking boy and be like, "Bitch." <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up our fucking life. Jinky ass. Dog, like, oh. But that was the last time I could vividly I was so remember. About going to read that year. Like, it you, was so popular. I was. It was like we was about to be teenagers. Like I was like, like girl, I was cousins. Then, I felt, then you know, I felt like somebody because I, was I had me color guard. And you know Look at back zone memory lane episode right quick. Babes. Like it was fun. Like I was ready, like just to be in high school around that time was just oh like nostalgic just think about it like the football games would have been lit as fuck you know what i'm saying like pan am and tag on me we like, would have experienced the true high school whole thing you know what i'm saying we would have even got, though we did but i just felt like but we had to adjust oh six like we would have been popping some of us probably would have been early hood teenage mothers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. 
because we would have been experiencing. And that year, was packed as fuck. You it was packed, was sardines. Like Side. Seeing all the boys, all the girls, all, ooh, everybody. All the and everybody had cars. That's why I said that would have been a time where people would have been everybody had teenage mothers. That that car parking lot was packed because I don't even like I said we wasn't catching no school bus. Oh, we, yeah, were we, was we were catching RTA. We were catching Rita, baby. So that's why I was saying oh, yeah, like all the upper class men had like cars. Yeah, so that's why I was saying like the last time I vividly remember going outside is the day before two day no literally a day before the hurricane was supposed to hit because we left there we left for like maybe like two days before mm-hmm. two three days before we left the day before because what happened we had a whole bunch of like how we gonna what car we gonna use mm-hmm. how everybody gonna be able to bring stuff mm-hmm. they were still in the cipher of if they wanted to leave. to leave or not. good thing we good did thing leave did. but like we was undecided and then we did but like I said the day before because that's the day, the last day, all of my real, true, no disrespect to my my former best friends. I oh, know y'all girl. not taking that person out. I don't take that person But my real, true childhood friends were all together all at the same time. And everybody was not outside. That, that would be like the last time. The last time we'll see each other. Like... And don't get me wrong, like, all of us was good kids. None of us, like, we had a couple of friends that was in in and out the system that was in jail at the time, Katrina, like, in juvenile detention and shit. So, we, I didn't, thinking of this right now, I didn't even recollect that then. Like, what happened to those friends that, you know, a part of, that was a part of the system at the time, mm-hmm. Katrina happened. But, like, I just want to know what happened to the whole neighborhood like people who used to stay in the neighborhood are they still there uh like how did people turn out like that that fucking shit fucked me up when katrina took my childhood because like i said that was the last time all of us was outside. We had one, mm-hmm. if we had one more uh, neighborhood street fight, <laughs> you know, cousins had got into it because they ain't know who caught it was getting into for the storm. So they went to fight <laughs> it and then. Girl, not them fighting because they and know then, what kind of call, And what then two, fr- two and our friends went to fussing at each other and they went to fussing. And we played basketball for the last yeah. time. That was the last time I ever played outside and played like real basketball with my friends and that's crazy you know that was yeah, the last I throw, time yeah, i, I went outside too. like being the last time as a like as a a, a teenager like a preteen because we was gone we was 14 15 yeah. years old so we was in the beginning stages of being teenagers we were saying yeah, girl just, when you when you coming back you going to the dance girl i just and bitch no dance ever happened ever i just I just had a, a bad feeling that like that whole day before we left, like the the day we was leaving. That Me night. too. Cause we left that night, and I just had a bad feeling. We literally only, but I don't literally a One weekend bag. for a weekend full of clothes. That's all we had. All we had. I don't. I, I don't want to go. I don't want. I don't. Cause that'll bring it. Cause this will bring. This I mean, fuck. Nah, we all did. We all did, and that's that what was, I'm saying. That that was just the the last time us as uh, young uh, individuals, teens, experienced the last time we did a lot of stuff in our life, mm-hmm. and then when we look back at that moment in time, we think, damn, that really kind of messed us up in a little bit. 
it not just in a little bit in a lot because like after that like we became fuck me up we we kind of anti-social now like like i said we went outside but i I was skeptical of meeting new friends now because bitch i don't know if another hurricane come and swipe (laughs) y'all away and then bitch i don't have y'all as friends and eventually it did because bitch by me being not from that area and wanting to move home i did eventually lose friends from that i was tight with in houston coming back to New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really have no friends out there. I have, you know, Kiss Calhoun's makes friends. I had my Spanish Girl. friends. I mean, yeah, I had I my had Indian like, friends. Shout out to you. I had some friends, but it, you know, like I had my Hispanic. I friends. can never forget my girl. Shout out to my girl Maria. I wonder shout out how to she Maria. is doing. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I uh, want to know how everybody's that was my doing. Girl. Like that was the only like person like out there when I went like when because I, I went to like. I went to two schools when I you went was out in the there. hood. Me too. I, you're in the hood now, baby. But um, I went <laughs> to Sharpstown. Shout out to Sharpstown. Um, Shout out. She was an upperclassman. And she basically took you over under her yeah. wing. Like, you're going to be my friend. I'm going to show you the role. She was so She was Hispanic. Nice. Yeah. She was like, come here, baby. She had a baby. Come here, mommy. Look, I got a baby. His name is Junior. It Let was me a tell girl. I forgot her the name. Her name is Maria. Let me tell you. I'm you're gonna be under my wing. You hear me? I you're cannot, gonna be my friend. I cannot. And I'm gonna you. make sure you're okay, okay, Papi. And that's what the fuck she did. And like, I'll make sure you're was, good. I had those friends. Shout out to awesome. the Mexican community out there in Texas, living it up. Cause I had a bunch of those friends. Like, I ain't even really know these groups of girls, but like, look at us going back down memory lane. But like in okay, Houston, like big, big, big. at the at the at the cafeteria before you wait for your classes mm-hmm. to start, I will always sit in the same spot and like cause we fuck, we was the first people that always would make it to the school because our neighborhood is so close. And like these that's people how it Spanish, me. I was literally, I literally walked to school, walked and, it, and walked home. And that's how I got this accent in the hood, right? <laughs> Bitch, you was ooh, dangerous. Yes, nobody uh-uh. never messed with me though. I, I used, used to, to walk home with somebody, but they used to um, their house was closer, so they used to actually meet you halfway. Mm-hmm. And but, they'll leave uh, before you know they'll it'll it'll be like y'all me meet meet up and some yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, um, what I was saying like uh. These group of uh, uh, Spanish girls used to always sit by me, and like if I was just sitting there talking, they'll you know ask me into like they'll be talking amongst themselves, but like what you think type things, like mm-hmm. what you think, and I, that's how I get these little accents because <laughs> I pay attention to everybody, and I I just sit there and and I just fit in everywhere I go because of my personality. You know, I'm, I'm very, I have a very uh, warm personality. Warm. So, like, um, basically, like, Houston was a good experience, but I wish I could have experienced it in a way like a Houstonian, like, having a car, having friends with cars and doing stuff. Bitch, not me. Like, after that. I was happy to get the fuck. I actually, like. stop. No, because I would have stayed. I actually would have stayed. I would have stayed too. If 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 it wasn't so. I would have I would have went to college out there and everything. If it wasn't so damn hard to live out there when you struggling already especially like when your mama is a single parent and gotta make the ends meet and fuck we in houston and fuck we ain't around nobody to make get no job and keep no job right you go home to be closer to everything and bitch that's what we did 
it worked out, but then in a sense, like being older and go- going back, I'd be like, bitch, I wish I could stay out here for a little while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you think about it and be like, do I really want this past life? <laughs> but um, Houston wasn't really. Fast. It, it it was it was fast what we were staying at because which everything was just popping up over there. And what I mean by that, like literally. Uh, one year our street was the only street right our street was the only street and then the next fucking year we had a community i'm like bitch <laughs> i kind of right, like this. y'all stayed out there a little bit longer because mm-hmm. we we came back in and then it was well, a culture I shock came back in may of 06 yeah you came right back see i ain't come right back i came back in summer 09 yeah. So I could come. I mean, summer your, 08. Yeah, because you did your um. My senior year at yeah, Reed. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then that with that that fucked me up because Reed was no longer the same Reed after Katrina. All the ah, oh! <laughs> I wish you guys are listening, and your guys that are from New Orleans in my <laughs> Mary Cantrell voice, um. <laughs> Like, I know you feeling how I'm feeling right now when it comes to talking about this shit. Yes. Because going back and talking about shit, like the last time you went outside, the last time. Bitch, the last time you went to the plaza, the last time you went eight in the mall, the last time you seen, you know, the last time. I remember time, going to the plaza, going to the movie theater, fuck! leaving the movie and going into the plaza. This like, shit, it's like the last time everything, fuck. It's like, it's not the same. Baby, that's when the East was popping, baby. Baby, you hear me? They talk about the East now. Talk about how bad, bitch, we been bad, but fuck. We had something. We had a little something, something. But nah, we ain't got shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't know. I just feel like... (laughs) Going back is bringing too much memories, too mm-hmm. much traumatic. It's about to be a little PTSD, Dr. Phil <laughs> moment. We might need to go on Dr. Phil since he, fuck, everybody, he fucking up getting paid. <laughs> fuck, we might get paid we go on the show. But, we going to um, express our trauma, fuck. Do you, before we wrap it up, because we just talk about this 12 all the time, but how do you feel about this generation and when they view going outside mm. and being outside and like having these I memories? I feel like, and like, you know what? I was just talking to T. Cole about this um, a few days ago. You know, I was walking around the apartment complex and I saw like kids outside like drawing on the ground with a chalk. And I'm like, I ain't see that. In a, you know, I ain't see kids do that in a long time. You know, and that brought brought me back to like when we used to Put do stuff like that. Yeah, like them outside riding their bikes, you know, throwing a football and stuff like that. Like you rarely see that nowadays because they so hooked on all of these electronics and shit like that. So it felt good to see them do the things that, you know, made us happy. The simple things, you know, mm-hmm. instead of, you know, we had our game consoles and, you know, the Internet and stuff like that. But I felt like the parents that we had didn't let us get consumed into that stuff. Right. Like, you need to go outside and get you some fresh and air and do that, something other than playing a game all right. the time or watching tv all the time like go outside and right. do something ride your bike <laughs> the thing is we had to work for the shit that we wanted like what i mean by that yeah, we had to I bring back like, good grades but i feel like we the had kids to do nowadays shit. some of them they because, just get it 
Oh, you yeah. ain't getting shit for your birthday. Yeah, their birthday love- come. Got a fucking 360. Bitch, how you gonna say they ain't getting shit and brought a fucking 360? That's true. But then, you know, they do have some parents that bring their old school upbringing and teachings and learning, you know, into their um their parenting. You know right. what I'm saying? You have to do good to get rewards. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I do feel like, in a sense, like there is a disconnect but I also feel like you do have parents that are trying to bring those teachings from when they grew up. People that are age that are now mothers and fathers, mm-hmm. you know, um, raising their kids how they were raised, you know. So, yeah. Right. Well, like I said, like, you know, overall, these children need to go outside children. more. Like, shout out to the children in our neighborhood because they, them my boys in our neighborhood, they walk everywhere and they got cars. And like, every time I see them, I'll be like, y'all just don't, y'all, y'all are, uh, y'all might not be 90 babies. Y'all might, y'all might be early 2000 babies, but shout out to y'all. Because <laughs> we might adopt y'all into the early 2000s because. They, they damn near grown now because they, they walk they 20, every, they walk they 20, everywhere. They, so they, they teenagers. No they teenagers. They walk everywhere and they have like cars. They just got licenses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they I like they that. Walk, walk. They walk if it's in a vicinity. Sometimes they will walk all the way down fucking bullet if they have to. Sometimes they just be walking and they have vehicles and they just choose to walk. That's good. And I just. And they play basketball, and I Especially get to hear. Especially nowadays, how these niggas fucking swiping them people kids, calls right? And shit. Them I kids out too. there playing basketball nonstop. So I can't wait for one of them to be in the NBA, so I could be like, yeah, he used to be bouncing the ball all night long in all the <laughs> interviews. And I'm gonna be Kiss Calhoun. By then, I'm gonna be a uh, famous journalist, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, he used to be bouncing the ball all night long, and look at him, averaging thirty points a game. Can't wait for the moment. Speak it, baby. Speaking it Speak into the existence so I could be on the interviews. Huh? <laughs> but I, like I said, I do feel like this generation of children is completely different than how we were. Mm-hmm. And it's all because technically technology growth. Everybody want to be on TikTok. Yeah, they'll be outside, but they're going to be outside doing TikTok videos. They will not be outside playing softball, basketball. Fuck, I just started getting my children. See, that's different between my godchildren. I bring them outside. They play with the chalk. They they won't fly kites and I'm yeah. they won't go feed the birds and stuff like that. They won't they won't play with the dog and stuff like that. So I'm training them and it's all a part of the training and upbringing on why these children are different too. Cuz if you give them an iPad and tell them to sit down and stay inside all day, then you can't kind of be mad at the generation of being come Exactly. We created that uh, aspect of child staying That's inside. That's why they say, girl, they come, out, they come out the womb knowing how to operate the damn phones and the iPads. Because you're playing it in like the Like I said, shout out to my girl, Jersey, who faithfully plays What's the Word episode. <laughs> Can't read a fucking A to fucking B to fucking C. But know I mean, how to get to word, to know what word look like, huh. know what it is, and know how to get to it when she sees. So she know more than what you think she knows. She knows it in her own baby language. Period. That's why I think these children need to get evaluated early on to see if they geniuses. <laughs> get a little social security check. Girl, you don't get no. <laughs> 
But we could go on and on about this topic. It was really good conversation. Dog, you know what I want to tell you? What? Before we get into that, (laughs) you know how you be doing the, uh, the Jamaican accent? Girl, I was listening to the breakfast club one day one morning shout out to the breakfast club shout out and they was talking Charlemagne was talking about somebody somebody must have got robbed and it's a known person but i cannot think of this person name for nothing in the world he was like he he said he wondered if the dude brought out his fake jamaican accent when they pulled the gun out on him. girl when he did that bumba clot bitch i was Pissy week at my desk. And then all you could think about I was is thinking of I, you when you be doing this shit on the fucking show. I'm like, this bitch. I'm like, that shit was so funny when he was doing it. Like, he really sounded like the people. He was like, bumper clotted. And he was saying all that under shit. And <laughs> girl, it brought I, was I was too done. But huh, we could go on and on about that. <laughs> And let Dijon get his shackles out. But we got a little word of advice because this boy is going in. He's doing life. Bring that boy from uptown home. Bring that boy from downtown home. You and me. Um, and Keisha has asked us for her advice. She says, this is not just a, technically, not good. technically, but you know, it's a scenario, you know, get join with us as we bring you them. Come and join us. Get be gay. Join us now. Call me now <laughs> for your free tell. <laughs> so she says, my husband is throwing a tantrum because I had dinner with my ex who is leaving for prison for the remainder (laughs) of his life. And I just wanted to apologize for any hurt. He calls me and say goodbye. She said that her husband is catching a tantrum because she had dinner with this man. With her ex or man. And he going to jail. So how would you feel if your significant other... Basically, went and seen their ex, who they might have a you know a past with a, 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 a strong romantic past I'm calling with. I'm Lisa Lefai. Shout out to my sis. <laughs> if he ever does something like, that, I'm just playing. But no, um, me and T Cole talked about this. I, y- I know y'all get tired of hearing her name. Shout out T Cole. Come on, man, how you going, girl? Right, Lee <laughs> <laughs> but um she was basic she made a valid point that what's the point of even going and i want to make sure that nigga pull me right opening you know a, a womb like that you know what i'm saying especially when you moved on and you have a you already have a husband so she felt like that was disrespectful to your current husband to go and have dinner dinner with your ex and like I said, you know me, always got to be the rational one. I said, well, maybe she talked to her. Did she at least talk to her husband about it first? I feel like maybe if you had that conversation with him first and let him know, you know, say, you know, my ex, he about to go away to prison. He wanted to have a sit down with me and he wanted to basically apologize for all the hurt that he did to me, you know, and I wanted to know what you feel about this. And if he say no... I mean, you could either you know you could either do what it is that you gonna do do and deal with um, right. Disrespect his wishes and tell his dude like no, bitch. My husband click not 
you know, fucking with it. So, no. Even though I feel like it was, to me, again, rational, it was a harmless dinner. And he just wanted to get everything out on the table before he got right. locked up. Right. You know? And Or he could have fucking wrote a four-page letter when he got locked the he fuck up. He could have, yes. And I could have came to visit you if that was the case. But, no, let me put it, <laughs> let me put it to you like this. You know, certain people have connections with certain individuals. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much you say you moved on, that feeling never goes away. No matter how much you didn't went on with your life, let your life be. The minute that person hit you up, it brings you back. Just like we talked earlier about the show, by just talking about certain stuff, bringing you back to exactly to that point where you felt, damn, that mm. could have been real. So if a person about to go already do life in prison, fuck, might as well go fucking get a free little meal. He ain't going to be spending no fucking money. No more. You hear me? Right. But at the same time, let's get this shit out on the table so we could both break away from each other because you got life in prison. No more pussy after that. Hmm. Unless... You hear me? I mean, he could, you, you know, technically you can conjugal visits and stuff, but who or wants he to can do have that? The other type. Oh yeah, <laughs> or that, or that with the soda can, like Boosie said, mm. in the back of the shower. <laughs> but um, you know what I'm saying? You could go through that and deal with a relationship through bars, but that's not the same as like being physical there with that person. So if you go there to get the closure so y'all both could break away, regardless of being married and, and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Just emotionally detached from that person all the way through. And just like I said, even if the husband would have felt the way, I'm pretty sure he'd get over it. Cause this nigga ain't getting out. What are you gonna break out right. and come rock and and, and and I'm gonna run it. Come fuck, or, it, fuck but it in front I of also, you. But I also, like I say, oh. I also see it from the male point of view. What if that going to see her, that person, still allows that person to be attached to you? Now you feeling sorry, and now he writing your letters. Now I gotta deal with that shit. Yeah. So now you gotta deal with that. So I said you gotta look. Yeah. And he wanting to contact to you it. while he's in prison to have somebody. In all to, aspects. Yeah. You know that man might not want to deal with that emotional hold on somebody right. like that, especially an ex that probably. I'm pretty sure if your like ex a, about to do life, he wasn't a fucking good person. Right. Because <laughs> then it's gonna be another event in fucking Rodney when he. Right. When he and I. Bitch, he gonna we, think he can fucking come live come with you. Come fucking y'all. move with you talking about you're not my dad. <laughs> bitch, then put Jody out the fucking house and let Rodney come fucking stay there without <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> but I feel like ultimately that is a grown up decision that grown ups can have the conversation. Keisha, is it really worth going to see this nigga? He about to do life. Like, what? what is there to physically gain? Or maybe y'all could have had a sit down at the Together. house. And y'all could have cooked a nice meal. And you want to talk to her? You going to talk to her in front of You going to talk to both of me us? While I'm holding her fucking hand like a Gail <laughs> King interview, bitch. <laughs> Like what? What you gotta say? Whatever you gotta say to me, you could say in front of right. him. You uh, know what I'm saying? What? <laughs> like, bitch, that's how they gonna be. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's a way that Baby, you can do he, things. He must have did some shit to her. 
Bitch. For him to want to sit, they have a sit down. Yeah, like, bitch. He must have p- p- fucked her credit up and she just had got it back and got her on crack. <laughs> she got off a of crack, met, met her husband at the rehab. He was the counselor, got her life back. Yeah, I could probably see why that man don't want you to fucking go see your ex. <laughs> bitch, he didn't fucking turn you to a fucking crackhead. You got clean. Now he won't sit down because he about to do life. <laughs> he was the fucking kingpin, bitch. But it's it's ultimately the which whatever way you look at it, the in whatever aspect you're gonna go with. If you're gonna go see that man, just you're gonna have to deal with the consequences from your husband or your spouse. Mm-hmm. Because it could be the other way around. It could be a nigga gonna see it could go a bit gonna see, see a, a little Grizzilda. You know. At the fucking pen on federal <laughs> charges. Going to dick her down and shit. So you gotta watch that too, cause you never know. They got a man out here waiting for they uh princess to uh be free too. Fuck. <laughs> so you know, just keep it, keep it on going. You know what I'm saying? Period. But um, it is time. Ooh, for the messy tea. Ooh, to the TMZ. Ooh, I need to get that fucking. Let me get a, a little bounce correct. Get a little uh, bounce correct going on. Cause they could play before we um <laughs> before we start. And they're like, just break. <laughs> it's time, time. Let's go. Oh, gotta get Frida on the track. <laughs> Shout out to Frida. I gotta get a little uh sample. Gotta get a little uh one suit. A little feature. Free. But we needed that uh a little uplifting moment before we get into this. Uh, DMX fiance and ex-wife kids among hundreds at the hospital praying for DMX. Like I said, if you've been living under a rock for the past 22, 24 hours, baby, DMX ain't ain't looking too good for him, they say. And um, he didn't overdose. And uh, allegedly, because I don't know. We ain't spreading those rumors. See, might could been some other shit. You know how the media right. be speculating. But go ahead, Dijon. Let us know what, what uh, the the messy shade then dropped on us. The messy TMZ. The messy TMZ, I mean. They really are messy, though, baby. They be Both of everything. So, DMX family, friends, fiance, kids, and fans have turned out big time to send him prayers and positive, positive vibes at the hospital where he's still fighting for his life. The rapper's family announced there would be a pray, prayer visual outside White Plains Hospital in New York, and hundreds showed up Monday for X. Among those in the crowd are his fiance and um, his four kids, who he has children with, as well as some of his kids, including his sons, Xavier and um, Exodus. Along with all the support outside the hospital, workers on the inside have also joined in on the spirit of the event by standing in the windows holding up the X sign. Monday night's prayer visual is just the latest showing of the love of the rapper. Members of the Rough Riders motorcycle crew rode up to the hospital Sunday to pay tribute and several hospital staff members held their own little visual Sunday evening. As TMZ told you guys, ex-kids begin arriving Monday to visit their father one at a time in the ICU where he's on life support and his outlook remains grim. Um, Desiree and ex-mother have been with him since the weekend tmz broke the story 
DMX allegedly overdosed Friday night, which triggered a heart attack, though um, the efforts to keep him alive, we've been told X was left without oxygen to his brain for nearly 30 minutes, resulting in very little brain activity. So obviously those at the prayer visual are holding out hope for the rapper to turn it around even if it seems like it's going to take a miracle right and you never know there can be miracles for them big voices <laughs> for real because like i said they don't get the last word we do yeah and i just feel like it's ugh. Like it's so much is yeah, so much is going on in the world, and it's like damn. Like every time you turn around, you th- you think things are gonna come out good. Like I said, we were just seeing him. We he just did an interview, a couple of interviews, and doing good and and looking good. And yeah, the last one I saw he did was it was probably about a few yeah about maybe about a few months ago. Yeah, but but he do he did look he do look good though. He really did. Mm-hmm. Our prayers for that family, and we hope he Absolutely, do yes. pull he through. He do pull through because, like, like I said, he is definitely an icon. Definitely somebody that and he's so inspirational. Yes, and the things that he says, and it's like it really and makes the you stuff sit that just back. comes out of his mouth. Yeah, and it really make you sit back and just really think about like the stuff that he's you know he says. So yes. But um, Meg the Stallion says she wants to uh date Young Miami, and Young Miami responds saying she's been wanting Meg too. That's fine, cause if you date her, then you could just give me a party sense. <laughs> Even exchange this. But go on, Andy John. What's going on with these uh? I'm just saying, sister, sisters, girl. <laughs> so, roommates. This is from the Missy Shade. The Missy Shade. As she gears up for a toned down version of Hot Girl Summer. Now that she's in a relationship with boyfriend partisan Fontaine, Meg the Stallion took to social media to unexpectedly shoot her shot at City Girls member. City Girls. Young Miami. Of course, Carisha. Carisha, please. After Meg tweeted her intentions to date Young Miami, surprisingly, she responded and stated that she wanted to test things out with Meg as well. So, the last few days have seen a City Girls member of Young Miami at the center of a few separate incidents. First, there was the drama surrounding her IG Live exchange with Lil Uzi who is dating her best friend and group member JT. Then Kodak Black appeared to be possibly flirting with her in a series of videos posted to his Instagram as well. Both incidents caused young Miami's boyfriend Southside to get involved and let everyone know that Carisha is not the one to play with. The fat, so fast forward to the president and Megan the Stallion decided to make a public confession about young Miami that no one saw coming. She tweeted, and I quote, I was too shy to tell her in person, but at Young Miami 305, I want a date. After a little time passed, Young Miami responded to Megan, writing, I've been warning you too, so what's up? 
So we wonder if Megan's new boyfriend party is down to I'm share. I'm pretty sure he is because they're going to be up in there doing three sums in the hot As we previously reported, Megan <laughs> recently op- openly expressed her love for him on social media, posting to Twitter. She wrote the following about him, and I don't need to go into this because we had already, you know, reported I'm a this. Being- but you don't see Southside coming at Megan because guess what? They trying to have a good old foursome, baby. Lesbian action and all up in there. They trying to have a little party. Girl, let me go up in there and let me be the cameraman. <laughs> but. And let me sneak off a party soon. You. That boy the, is fine. Like, you know what I mean? But I don't know what that one. You know what I'm saying? Girl. I don't know. Um, I feel like they playing. They is playing. But at the same time, they might be dead serious. And like I said, I wouldn't be surprised. Girl, they probably already It's Hollywood. They probably already sister sisters. It's 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 Hollywood how it is. But speaking of sister sisters, Paul Pierce is out <laughs> <laughs> at ESPN Day after he wild out this wilding out on IG and these girls popping that cat. Why he on live? He is one of the newest <laughs> memes. Paul Pierce, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm his fan. <laughs> so Paul Pierce's run, <laughs> run with ESPN is officially over. The network is parting ways with the ex-NBA superstar just days after Pierce posted a, <laughs> a racy Turk session with some um, women on Instagram. So unclear if the video is the reason of Pierce's departure, but it drew a lot of attention over the weekend. Also worth nothing, the timing of the move is interesting, especially since the NBA season is far from over. Pierce spent the past 3.5 years with the network, appearing on NBA Countdown and The Jump. The ex-Celtics forward seemingly addressed the split on Twitter just minutes ago, saying big things coming soon. Stay tuned. Make sure you smile. Pound. Truth shall set you free. Paul Pierce also shared a four-second video with the message showing himself laughing and smiling. Pierce, of course, played 19 seasons in the NBA before joining ESPN. He was a 10-time All-Star and won a title alongside Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett in 20... Not 20, but 2008. I'm so used to saying 29. <laughs> so he was named uh, NBA Finals in or MVP. So this story, of course, is still developing. What do you think? You think this could be one of the reasons why he's How you parting? get fired on your jail? That's all I can say. <laughs> How you get fired on your fucking day off, Creed? I think I think it does have a lot to do with that. But like my I thing said, is, like you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta. You and gotta personally, be, I didn't see like the actual video. Video, like I've seen the memes and stuff like that. It's a but, full live of girls twerking and feeling all on him. It's like, come on now. Like, you got to realize, like, you're an anchorman. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you, when you become a member of ESPN, you got to think of ESPN like a, a CNN type thing. Like, mm-hmm. a news anchor type shit. So, you wouldn't want to fucking see, our, what's the fucking news? You don't want to fucking see sheep. What's, 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 name somebody on our Girl, news station. Oh, well, I thought that was Kurt Franklin up there. <laughs> You know what? I'm not gonna. Uh, if you, I'm about to say, girl, why Kurt Franklin up there with his shirt off? That is just Jamie Foxx poster in the in the studio, girl. But like, like I was saying, like, 
you wouldn't, you wouldn't like deal with the same thing. So you threw me off when I said that. I'm but sorry, Paul, what you should have did, you should have put a ski mask on, like most people or do. Or you should have went live. And you should have went live on a burner account, not your official account. I would have said somebody leaked footage <laughs> of me. That was not me. But they never knew it was him if he would have just put a ski mask on. Do what the OnlyFans girls and the Twitter girls do nowadays. Oh, he could have put that on his OnlyFans and made money on it. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, you Don't a new thing. He, he could not. I fuck. mean, everybody have a fucking OnlyFans. But, but it's like now you got to realize you didn't put yourself in a position where you, you didn't fuck your career. It ain't hurting him. It ain't like mm-hmm. that, that hurt him. But it's like, damn, like you could have, look how you went out type shit. But I guess, I guess, you know what I'm saying? But um, speaking of somebody that's getting cut out, cussed out right now, uh, Lisa Way denies be, being a colorist following a comment she made about a fried, uh, a fired radio host who compared black women I'm so sick of reporting stuff with her name in it. Like I'm just so sick of Lisa Ray. I'm I'm sick of her. Who be (laughs) who be giving Lisa Ray the time in the day? Girl, so Lisa Ray is clearing the air about some comments she made in defense of a New York radio host who was fired after he compared black women's skin tones to his toast color preferences. Rob uh, Letterman, who was let go after he made the racist comments arranged a lot of people including one of the celebrities he named dropped in the segment i have them to the attract well i have them to the attractive attractiveness of women that i find to be attractive rob said of his toaster settings so i will never go to a serena williams level but i'm very comfortable with a Halle berry level i mean a little bit of mulatto still coming though so the whole ordeal was the topic of discussion on Fox Soul's Cocktails with Queens after Halle Berry called out Letterman for his disgusting remarks. While the rest of her co-hosts dragged Letterman for filth for disrespect, well, for disrespecting black women, Lisa Ray caught some heat for suggesting that Letterman said nothing wrong and that he was merely stating his preference. So, some fans even call Lisa Ray a colorist for not speaking out against Letterman's problematic statement. But when TMZ caught up with her, she decided to defend her own name like she always do. Lisa Ray explained that she does not support Letterman, but made it clear that she does defend his right to have a preference. She also stated that she's not a colorist and mentioned that we were living in sensitive times. Yes, we definitely are. And I will have to agree with her because it's like saying, oh, I like my coffee how I like my men type thing. Like, I drink coffee and you know... (laughs) What kind of man I want since I want to I don't want to be labeled a colorist on the show. <laughs> I'm not going to say how what kind of man I like. But Let no girl. You know, you know I like a little cream, but I, mean, I don't put a Tico, little cream. Tico told me that I'm kind of color struck. But I don't believe I it. But she said like every boy that I've that she's know that I've dated, they have been, you know, a certain type. Yeah, but I'm like but I like, like you say, I like I, men. I, it's just I just tell fuck. Yeah, you have your just, preference, but I no, guess no. It's just like those just 
come my way for some reason. Yeah, and that's uh, the ones that you be liking, and, and you bitch, just but can't I don't help care, it. bitch. They could be they could dark be. as fuck, bitch. I'm gonna still date them. Right, but um, like I said, it's just like that. I like my men like I like my coffee. Like he, he technically he didn't say anything wrong. I guess the offensive, the only pr- person that should feel offended is. Saying that I like my woman Maybe. like Halle Berry, and Halle Berry is the dropped. only one yeah. who was like, "Bitch, I don't like that." Now, as far as where Lisa Ray was coming from, you can't just assume like she a poster because y'all feel like he. Everybody collectively know that he was wrong, or what he said hurt someone's feelings. But ultimately, he was entitled to say what he said because that was the topic mm-hmm. of conversation. That's all Lisa Ray is initially trying to say was like he's entitled to have opinion is not like i said which he what he said in 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 his all entirety was right no i just said if he like his toast like like that then you can't get mad you know what i'm saying but when he used names like i don't i don't think i'll go with serena williams you automatically automatically are assuming like so you mean to tell me you won't eat burnt toast (laughs) And why are we fucking comparing human beings to food? Right. You know what I'm saying? So now you have this yeah, conflict and you're yeah. throwing in these conflicts and conversations. So that's why your ass got fired. Because you just said, oh, I don't dropping. like Serena Williams. Yeah. Bitch, we know you mean burnt fucking toast, bitch. Don't fucking play with her. Bitch, we coming for you like American Troll on the G night. Bitch, <laughs> don't fucking play. But... Like yeah, I said, don't I think, get Lisa yeah. Ray all y'all. Y'all went a little bit too ham with Lisa Ray because they know Lisa Ray played a de- devil's advocate a lot and don't she give do. one fuck about being the devil's she advocate. Bitch, anytime you call your sister out, bitch, on, on, on your own on show, show on bitch, live, bitch. We know you don't give a fuck. How I know this, <laughs> bitch. Who the? We did not rehearse this yeah, when we I did the round table. Like, I felt like he should have used his words. He should have used the choice of words better and he shouldn't have name dropped people. And I agree with Lisa Ray too. That is it's not that deep. Just exactly. like you say, we we say we like our men like we like our coffee. Hey, you That's know how been I like a my known saying over the years. And but I you drink don't see people name dropping. So I mean he could have said what he said, but you didn't have to put you those women's to, name in Because we know what you meant. You don't want to eat burnt toast like uh Serena Williams, bitch. And Sir- and ain't nothing wrong with a little burnt toast. All you gotta but do is do a little. Not even stop fucking playing with Serena. That's why Serena dog, got like... that man with all that fucking money, bitch. You know what I mean? But um, cause she's sick of y'all. <laughs> but moving right on fucking along, Mark Lamont Hill says black issues handled best on black news channels, and I would agree because like the only people who could really get the story to be right is person that. Now, what I would say, the person experience level should be of that way. Like, if we're going to have some news anchors, before we get into it, like, if we have some news anchors that, that's covering like the service. your opinion. <laughs> uh, first, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if we have a news anchors, they, they got to tell the stories right. And they have to be from that area of which they telling the story. Mm-hmm. You don't want no privileged motherfucker telling the story about being poor. And they never e- experienced that, too. Right. So... Go on, Izzy, Jonah. Tell us what they talking about. All right. So, 
Mark Lamont Hill says traditional media has an unconscious white bias and does not properly cover black issues, but he has a solution, a show called Black News Tonight. So Mark's the host of the Daily News Show, which debuts Monday night on the Black News Channel, and he appeared Monday on TMZ Live. He says there's a giant hole in the market when it comes to black issues, CNN, MSNBC, FNC, ENT. He says largely uh, caters to white folks, so there's a need to present issues and stories that directly impact the black community. This is where it gets really interesting. Mark doesn't think his show puts a wall up between black and white communities. Quite like, well, uh, quite the oppose. He thinks black folks media can, um, girl, not the drop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he thinks black focused media can help drive their stories to the mainstream and connect with both. Um, so if you want, you guys could actually go on TMZ and you could, um, listen to his interview with them. Um, but I, I would have to agree with him because just like you said at the beginning, who else is to get these, these stories right and to tell this stuff right. the correct way than our own A people. A person that actually been through. You know what I'm saying? Not somebody. So I feel like with these news with these news stations, if I feel like they gather so much information to us, but all right, I got to get this out here. You know, I don't care if it's correct or if I'm putting the full story out. I just need to get it out here. I need to report it. So they're not getting the full story. And then you're putting out shit that didn't even, that's not even true. You know what I'm saying? Are you hearing from his shit? He say, she say. So I feel like with that proposition that he's proposing, I feel like with that, we can actually take time to get these stories, get it correctly, get mm-hmm. everything from A to point uh, B. So where when we putting these stories out, everything is correct. Everything and, is being um, televised and everything is being um, presented correctly. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I definitely agree. Like I said, like with, with the right people telling the right stories, it wouldn't be biased. It'd be so true to where you would be upfront seeing the real raw shit and having people talk about it. Fuck integrating it to their little networks. We need our new, our own news networks, and we need our own people running our shit. So shout out to him for even creating something like that to be a ever see uh, for us to be able to see it, for us to be able to experience that. And so, like I said, that's. That's what's up. That's definitely something that we could, you know, benefit from as far as our community and how our news is being heard. Like, for example, TV One is our only, like, little station that's all black. I'm surprised they ain't got news shit on the to where it's getting out. Wasn't that... No, I felt like the Steve Harvey Morning Show came out and bounced. I don't know. It was on one of them. It was one of them. But yeah, it, it it gets like that, you know. What I mean? But uh, hopefully we get what we I want think, out yeah, of this network. I think, I think it'll. I think it can happen. It just didn't need to have a lot of people behind him and not just him. 
just advocating right. for it to and happen. And it never happened. Everybody knows that with just one person, things and are not going to happen. And we need open up by the network out so we can have Period. more black. Because um, you're sitting around here and you're, you're interviewing the royals and all what? of that. What? <laughs> so invest in this need. And, and send us a little cash app money. Oh no, what's the word? It's cash you app. Always <laughs> <laughs> I need all the coins. Tell, tell Tyler we need a real studio with real wigs, not that other shit. <laughs> but uh, speaking of somebody looking like somebody. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> Boosie reacts to a woman mistaking him for Favor Flav. Now, baby, when I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh. He really did look like him. Because when I saw the Favor Flav version, ugly. I was like, look at his daddy. You're bugging like, me. Like father, like son. And you're ugly. Period. Like father, like son. You know mean? So, boy, Andy John. So, Boosie had an interesting morning as he was traveling over the weekend. Um, he took to the gram to go <laughs> to give y'all the rundown on what happened. Now y'all know that Boosie is unique all on his own and certainly cannot be compared to any other celebrity. So we thought. So while walking through the airport on Saturday morning, Boosie says he was caught off guard when a woman mistook him for another well-known celebrity. Flavor Flav. You so. hear me? <laughs> Boosie says the woman tries to get his attention by repeatedly calling him by Flav's name and was not trying to give her the time of day. And I quote, I can't say this how he do, how he talk, because y'all know he been rushed down. But, I mean, Kiss, if you want to go ahead and try what? it out. No, I ain't going to do it. All right. But he was like, um, I was just in the F- I was just in a fucking airport. Lady going to talk about Flavor Flav. He said, I don't look like no damn Flavor Flav. I look like Boosie. That's why I don't Boosie wear Flav. these damn red glasses. Got me fucked up early this morning. It's too early in the morning for this shit. She talking about Favor Flav and kept on fucking walking. He continued, Flav, you cannot fuck with me, man. Now, why are you going to throw Flav in this? Now, why am I in it? Although Boosie was not pleased about the comparison, some of um, some people could not unsee the uh, the look. The Some people could not unsee the look alike once he put their pictures side by side. This is my first time realizing that his twin low-key <laughs> one commenter wrote, now I cannot unsee it. Came. One fan even said Boosie could play Flav in a biopic. It came. Because <laughs> he is his son. And the crazy thing is, Luke, remember what I was Boosie, showing you? I am your father. Remember what I was showing you earlier about old girl from uh, from the chicken noodle soup? Uh-huh. Talking about she looked like um, <laughs> Tana, bitch. Now I cannot unsee it. Because they do, and they didn't put this... Them two pictures <laughs> side by side when you was just reading it, and that's what caught me off guard earlier. Cause I had put the phone down and bust out laughing. Girl, what is her name? I forgot I, her name. I don't know. Chicken noodle soup, girl. That's how I know. Her. <laughs> Chicken but noodle soup. It's just, it's just crazy. Like you, if it can't help it, but looking, if you look like somebody, you know, right? Like it's girl, just, and they gonna get mad and they gonna talk about Flav. You can't fuck with me, Flav. They do you nothing. And Flav had made a video too. Hey, little Boosie. Ah. <laughs> yeah, y'all fucking look just like same um, skin complexion. Like father. You know Flav old like son. To be He's old enough bitch. to be great grandfather at that, bitch. 
But this has been an amazing show. It has. Um, like I said, um, that feature artist is about to be up and popping when we return when our season premieres of the other half of this season. And so if you want to be featured on our show, you got to hit us up at our What's the Word, um, What's the Word, 504. Baby, the background Gmail. music, man. Hey, yeah, and sweet. I normally do not comment on back on the background music, but baby, I've been rolling be my like, hips and everything. I hope they enjoy all this. show. But like, featured artists, send us that. So you all could be there. You know what I mean? Give us a love vibe on the show. So I could be rolling my hips to y'all song. Uh-huh. At what's the word 504 gmail.com. And of course, y'all gotta follow us at yo what's the word on everything. Of course, you can follow me, Kiss Calhoun, at Kiss Calhoun. I'm about to say dot com. Neither get a forget dot com. <laughs> Kiss Calhoun on everything, you hear me? And without further ado, DJ, where we find you? Yes. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore d.john. That's N no H. Twitter, double underscore D John. And you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at Let's Talk with D John. And like I said, keep on loving and, and, and vibing with us and enjoying our show. And we hope y'all enjoy this episode. And we out of you. Peace.